Hello and welcome back to All This Noise. I'm your host with the most, Christian Williams. Christian, see Willie Willie Williams. Doo, doo, doo. Can you actually edit that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I am Brendan Morrison, your host with the least. Some call me a leasty boy. Get it? No. <laughs> uh, just a heads up, this... This episode is going to be full of niche jokes that maybe one of you will get. <laughs> and judging by the fact that we only have one listener and it's, <laughs> it's my dad, <laughs> that, uh, that will probably not happen. So anyway. We should change this podcast name to the podcast for our dads. <laughs> for a pod, pod for my dad. Um, great. It's been uh, about six months since our last episode. <laughs> yeah. And coincidentally, in that last six months, there's been a new Logic release, so we're just going to jump off right there. Brennan, since you listened to it, uh, why don't you take it away? So, there's this artist called Logic. Sir Robert Bryson Hall Jr. The third or something like that. And he likes to record rap songs, and unfortunately, he's made a lot of money from these rap songs, and that gives him the means to do whatever he wants. So that whatever he wanted to do was write a novel. And you know what every good novel needs? A soundtrack. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. This album is the soundtrack to a novel? Yes, it's the soundtrack to his novel. Well, what if you're a slow reader and the song's over by the time, like way before it's supposed to be over in the novel? I don't know, man. It's probably why they haven't made soundtracks for novels lately. You know what? I actually... I, I do have a book up in my room that came along with the soundtrack, but I've never opened it or read it. I got it for free at school, and there is a very real possibility that it's a religious album. Hmm. Well, Logic decided to record this album, and basically, you know, if you've ever worked on a video project for school, you've needed to look for royalty-free music. This is like a step above that music. <laughs> it's It's pretty terrible, even though... Two of the songs were produced by Matt DeMarco. There's a lot of singing on it from him, which he's a rapper, so it's not the greatest singing in the world. And essentially, there's a lot of like, just kind of weird songs on here that just really don't need to exist in this world. For example, one of the songs I'm talking about is called Best Friend. Possibly one of the worst tracks on this album slash soundtrack. Best Friend, worst song, what's up? And so let's just hear a little snippet of Best Friend to give you an idea of what that soundtrack is, is about. You're my best friend, you're the air that I breathe. You're the love of my life, the only thing I'll ever need. You're the reason I wrote this song. that I've been searching for who's been right there all alone I could have made it sound better than that yeah that sounds like <laughs> that guy that brings his guitar to the party and then decides to play guitar at the party anyway here's Wonderwall today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do 
I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. <laughs> you know, Wonderwall is definitely better than that song. Are you ready for a really niche joke? Yes. You can call me American Chilean composer Nicholas Jar because I'm against all logic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, wait, can we actually play some of his music? Yeah. Because that album's really good, actually. Okay, we're segueing. <laughs> okay, this is an album by American Chilean composer Nicholas Jar. Nicholas Jar, and it's a good album. It's called Against All Logic, just like me and Christian. <laughs> Here's one of the songs from that album. I uh, really enjoy it. It's called, it's the intro track to that song. And it's called, This Old House Is All I Have. I really enjoy it. Here's a snippet. song segueing into the next segue um i'd like to talk to you about podcast or uh playlists uh-huh um this isn't actually something that i plan on talking about when i'm on spotify now looking at people's playlists um when you make a playlist do you go for like like a general vibe or do you just like throw songs into like a pile that you like uh it depends most of the time i'm going for a vibe mm -hmm. um and what I'll do is I will put all the songs that I think could fit on that playlist. So I'll just like, you know, like mass dump a bunch of songs onto a playlist. Mm -hmm. It's all random. Mm -hmm. Then I'll start ordering those songs. Mm -hmm. And I always go from slowest or like chillest up to most upbeat Right at the end. Mm -hmm. And then whatever songs like don't fit in, I like take them out. Right. And... Yeah, so that's like my kind of playlist mm -hmm. way I go about making playlists. That makes sense. When I make playlists, I usually, what I so I don't really like make playlists. What I'll do is I'll like, because I kind of like my culminating point of music every year is my like Christian's Jams playlist. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, like in my Spotify right now, my play, it, my playlists are Spring 19, Psychedelic 2, Winter 19, Christian's Jams 2K18. Fall 18, Summer 18, Spring 18, Winter 18, Christian's Jams 2K17, um, Fall 17, Discover Weekly Jams, Summer 17, Springtime 17, and then just like a bunch of other random. So like the way that I make playlists is I very much like, if I'm listening to a song a lot, I'll just throw it into my season year playlist. Mm -hmm. That being said, I do have like some playlists like Psychedelic 2 and Christian Psychedelic Spaghetti Making Playlist, where it's just a little bit of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. You ever found a Burt's Bees lemon drop cough drop in your backpack that's been in there for who knows how long? <laughs> <laughs> and you just decide to pop it? No. Oh man, it tastes really good. <laughs> Anyways, I was looking at other people's playlists. It just really makes me wonder like how other people do their playlists. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at this person's playlist and it doesn't really seem like there's a vibe here. Who are you calling out? No one. Show me the name. No. Yeah, I want to see it. 
I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like mine don't ever have like themes. Mine are just like whatever I'm listening to a lot, I'll throw that on the playlist. Mm-hmm. You know? Just makes me wonder. Some just like to watch the world burn. Me. There's a lot of music that I listened to when I was in like twelfth grade on this playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start to uh, let's start calling out other people. Let's uh, comment below how you make playlists. Yeah, this one's all rap. Okay, so that's a vibe rap. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. Everyone's got a rap playlist. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up: if you ever put Joiner Lucas on a rap playlist, you're not allowed to listen to music anymore. Mm-hmm. If you ever put Logic on a rap playlist ever again, I'm taking away your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Mama brother told me that I don't like logic because it's a meme because he because he's a meme and that's why I don't like logic. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that I like logic because he uh, he shouldn't have gotten popular. Well, I used to not like logic and then I liked logic a lot and then he released a soundtrack for a novel. I just listen. His most popular song. <laughs> Let's play uh, 1-800. I've been on I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. I feel like my life ain't mine. popular song yes it is no it's not i guarantee to you 1-800 is his most popular song dude i'm looking it up right now l-o-g-i-c logic keanu reeves 1-800 has 766 million plays keanu reeves has 60 million plays wow every day his next most popular song has 245 million plays 1-800 is three times more popular than that song 1-800 is by and large, his most popular song. Anyway, as I was saying, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. The opening track to his album is called Bohemian Trapsody. Yeah. Why did you say that, dog? Because I thought Best Friend did enough. Well, what about the track called I'm Probably Gonna Rock Your World? <laughs> Let's listen to I'm Probably Gonna Rock Your World by Bobby. <laughs> come on, girl, come on. Let me rock your world. So we've listened to I'm Probably Gonna Rock Your World by uh, Logic, and what it sounds like to me is Logic heard one Mac DeMarco song <laughs> and said, I can do that. <laughs> That's what this whole album is. Logic listened to one Mac DeMarco song, and he's like, I, I can do that. <laughs> then just made Mac write it for him. <laughs> you know what I think? What? Is that, here's the deal. Okay. Some people mm-hmm. can make a lot of money. Right. And that gives them the ability to do a lot of things. Right. And sometimes those people are creative people. Uh-huh. But what I've come to believe in this world is that just because you can make something. Right. Doesn't mean you should. This novel didn't need a soundtrack. Have you read the novel? No. Are you going to read the novel? No. So, granted, you know, you can do a lot of things in this world. Doesn't mean you should. Right. Well, the way I was looking at it, mm-hmm. I was chatting with my good friend Blake Hoffman mm-hmm. uh, about this album. 
this morning, and we were comparing it to Childish Gambino. Right. Childish Gambino could do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. He has the means and the clout to just, he could do anything. You mean like when he made a funk record? Mm-hmm. Now, he started off trying to do comedy. Mm-hmm. He did one stand-up routine. Then he, you know, probably could have done a lot more. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't do that. He went off and started a music career. But that was because the world didn't need Childish Gambino to do comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has the creative control to understand when to stop. Okay. I don't think Logic has that control. I think he has lost that control. I see. So now that he has the ability to do all of these things, mm-hmm. he will do them regardless of whether the world needs them or not. And so we're just going to err on the side of the world doesn't need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Bobby, I know you're listening. <laughs> Come on the podcast and defend yourself. <laughs> you know you just went through a divorce and we're sorry, but come on, man. I told remember Young Sinatra 4, I was like, divorces change people, man. Uh, proof? You're like, no, I don't think that's it. Well, now we got this album called Supermarket. Proves my point. Okay. So Brennan, what have you been listening to lately? Well, you know the band The Black Keys? Oh familiar. There was a time in my life about three weeks ago mm-hmm. when I thought the Black Keys are never coming back. Right. Dan Auerbach, mm-hmm. he's loving his solo career. Yeah. He's doing all sorts of things on his own. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Carney, likewise, had a lot of things going for he's, him. He's, he's been producing a lot of stuff. Patrick Carney has. Yeah. The BoJack Horseman theme song. So Mamma Mia. <laughs> that's, oh. a, that's a spicy theme song. So good. But... Anyways, both of them had very successful careers going for themselves on their own. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything from the Black Keys for a long time. Sure. Then one morning, not three days after I had texted people saying, the Black Keys are never coming back. Right. I remember receiving one of those texts. Exactly. I get an email saying, the Black Keys are back. Okay. They have a song called Low High. Mm-hmm. Let's just listen to it right Let's- now. Let's take a listen to Low High by the Black Keys. That was low high. Right. And let me say, great produced song. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice little funky jam going on in the background, melody, all that. Right. However, the lyrics leave something to be desired, I believe, because they're just talking about low high, low like a valley, high like a bird, and that's about it. I can read you the lyrics. Please do. You get low like a valley. You get high like a bird in the sky. You get low because you're angry. Low, high, high, low. And that's about it, right? That's the chorus. The verses are very short, though. And also, they do the chorus quite a bit. You know, I'm really glad that the Black Keys are back, but I think, you know... Too Many Dabs on Genius said it best when he said, F yeah, the Black Keys are back. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you know what? It's fine. The Black Keys can really do no harm. Um... You know who else is back? Tell me. Vampire Weekend, baby. Vampy Weeky! Don't ever say that again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Isn't that why they're calling their weekly release of tracks that's not weekly? It's monthly. Oh, jeez. Who let them in charge? Um, I don't know. I think I don't actually know when that album comes out, to be honest. So Vampire Weekend has been taking... Uh, oh, it's being released on May 3rd. I thought Vampire Weekend was never going to come back because one of the four members of their original band quit and started his own solo career. And let me tell you, it was bad. His music sounds like he's laughing the whole time. I have never heard someone sing and sound like they're laughing, but that's what this guy sounds like. Let's take a listen to um, Bike Dream by Rostam. That's uh, that's pretty much the whole album. But anyway, so after Ross Dam decided to make his own music that sounds like he's laughing all the way through. Granted, I couldn't do it, so, you know, what do I have to say? <laughs> Who are you to judge? I'm just, I, I love Ezra. What a what a class, class act. He's got a child with Rashida Jones, which blows my mind every time I say it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to this album. Let's listen. Let's take a listen to Harmony Hall, the first single off of Father of the Bride. Beneath these velvet gloves, I hide shameful crooked ends of money lender. Cause I still remember. Anger wants a voice, voices wanna sing. Sinners harmonize till they can't hear anything. Those guitars are very nice. You know? Gosh dang, if that doesn't sound like angels coming down from heaven. I actually didn't like the song when I first heard it. I thought it was trash. I almost listened to the full two-hour loop of the guitars. Did you really? Yeah, I listened to a lot of it. It was really good. It is. It's just like nice to have one in the background. And, you know, you hear Ezra coming in with his sweet, sweet voice. Whew. Anyway, looking forward to it. I am also looking forward to it. He's got quite a few. Uh, he's got quite a few features on this, you know. Mm-hmm. Jenny Lewis, Steve Lacey, so many others. Uh, do you know who the Dirty Projectors are? I've heard. Um, so one of them, David Longstreth. Longstreth? I don't know, but he uh, he's pretty much Dirty Projectors, and he did he he did a little bit of the guitar work on. Harmony Hall at the very very end. <laughs> mm. Yeah, man, it's uh, I'm really looking forward to it. This could be a good year for music. Yeah, you know, who, uh, <coughs> there have been a few other bands who have released some singles this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Head and the Heart, Sam and Paula, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and Foster the People. Those are some other albums we can expect. Um, I played a little bit of uh, the Head and the Heart for you earlier today in the car. Yeah. Did you know it was them? No. Did you just find out just now what I told you? Yes. <laughs> what a trip. <laughs> so, Song of the Summer? Head in the Heart. <laughs> um, You've got to be kidding me. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Now, now that you know that that was the Head in the Heart. Uh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have no idea who the Head in the Heart are, they're kind of like, they used to be a very folky band. Their first album and their second album, very f- folk. They were signed to Sub Pop Records, a great record label. 
their third label, I believe they signed to Warner Brothers. And it was a lot more poppy, a lot more pop-centric. And this last song, you know, you could have told me that Adam Levine wrote it and I would have believed it. <laughs> it was, it's just too pop music for me. Yeah, I'm, they've basically gone from their first album sounding like uh, leaves rustling through a, a nice little forest mm-hmm. to now sounding like Cheese Whiz being slathered on a hot dog. You know, to me, their first album sounded like, it just, it sounded, you know, earthy. It sounded like the earth. Mm-hmm. It sounded like someone didn't take a shower. <laughs> It sounded like those people we just met at the health food store. <laughs> and this one sounds like sounds like they gentrified the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. They got a nice cushy corporate job and now they can actually afford to eat at Whole Foods. How they can afford to eat at Whole Foods. Anyways, uh, Tame Impala, what'd you think of that one? Tame Impala, man. Another band. Do you have another Burt's Bees pop drop? Stop yeah. opening it in front of the microphone. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, man. How many of those do you have? I don't know. They've been in there for like six months. Mmm. Yeah. Sweet relief. Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You know what I think? I liked it. I think it's a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is it sounded like a Tame Impala song. Okay. And that's what I was worried about. You were worried that he was going to make his music sound like himself? Yeah, I think there was just a part of me that wanted him to jump off the deep end mm-hmm. and really just go out there. And it doesn't sound like that's what he's doing, but that's okay. I'm holding my breath for the album. Here's the thing, Kevin just wants to make music that people dance to. Mm-hmm. That's literally all he's wanted. There are interviews about it. No mm-hmm. one's dancing to freaking Mind Mischief. Mm-mm. No one's dancing to Eventually. Right. I bet you that people are dancing to Patience. Mm. You know what? If he makes a dancey album, I'll dance my butt off to that thing. Because, frankly, Tim and Paula are very close to the, the Black Keys in the vein that I think they can do no wrong. Wait, and back up. Hold on. You think the Black Keys can do no wrong? Yeah, I said that earlier. Did you listen to Turn Blue? Yeah, dude. The whole thing? Yeah. And you weren't disappointed by any of it? Me and Blake Hoffman disagree strongly with Anthony Van Dano's views on that last album. I have not heard them. All I'm saying is that I think Turn Blue was a boring album. I, I think, think it, it was really like good. Elevator, like music you would hear in an elevator. Mm. You're going to be in the supermarket in four years? No. It's already happened. You're going to, one next week, you're going to walk into the, in the supermarket and on the radio, you're just going to hear... Supermarket the, by Logic. No. <laughs> no. Maybe. No. What you're going to hear is that closing song. Gotta get away with the black keys. You're gonna be like pushing your cart and you're gonna <laughs> That was like the most hype song of that album. That, that is the best song on the album. Oh yeah. But also the intro track to that album is gorgeous. Well agree to disagree. The way to love, man. Agree to disagree. Listen to the way to love right now. No. <laughs> Not nobody wanna protect you. Cut. 
No. What's a great album opener? Turn Blue was boring. Turn Blue made me feel things for Dan Auerbach, man. I actually haven't listened to the new Mac DeMarco single. What? <laughs> Should we listen to it right now and get a live reaction? Okay. For the creature On television There's no sounds exactly like what I would expect the new Mac DeMarco single from the new Mac DeMarco album to sound like. I enjoy it, man. Hold on. Hold on. What I just said is the same reason you didn't enjoy the new Tim and Paula single. I literally skipped half the song you couldn't even tell. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm sorry that the new Mac DeMarco single titled Nobody makes me feel like I'm sitting on a screened-in porch down south sipping some lemonade in the sunshine. That's what it makes you feel like? It makes me feel like I'm a nice slice of butter what? melting on a piece of toast. What the hell? That's fresh out of the toaster. It just makes me feel oozed out of chilledness. Okay. It makes me feel like how reclined I am on this couch. Okay. No backbone whatsoever. Right. But in a good way, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Would you like to know what it makes me feel like? What does it feel like? Um... It makes me feel like his last album was better. After only hearing one song off the new album. <laughs> <laughs> that song could have been on the last album. Yeah. There's been no progress between that uh, that song and the last album. How Bear in mind, know? I listened to that whole entire album religiously for months. Yeah. The next album's just going to sound like this old dog, and I already own this old dog. Mm. Are you saying you don't like dogs? Yeah, I'm a cat person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we disagree so much. <laughs> But I'm saying that I like this old dog better. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? You know what? Did you listen to the new Foster the People song? Oh, there's I, two of them. I didn't listen to either of them, I'm gonna be honest with you. I listened to both of them, mm-hmm. and then I was like, nah, fam. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. You know what? I don't even think I want to play any of them on the podcast. Okay, that's fine with me. Because I just wasn't, I just wasn't brought to tears by any of them. And that's my, uh, that's my standard for the podcast these days. So you're telling me that the Mac DeMarco song brought you to tears? (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, this has been another fun-filled episode of All This Noise. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Did we cover everything? We covered everything. King Gizzard. Didn't want to talk about them? Everyone already knows how I feel about King Gizzard. That's true. Cyboogie. Play Cyboogie by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Folks, this is their electronic album. We're ready. We stand an electronic album. All right, team. Tune in next time when we review Yes. Woo! <laughs> Bye.